Hi, this is Larry Cavi, the voice of Lionel from Thunderdap. Hi, this is Allison Court, better known as Claire Redfield. Hey, this is Chris Jericho. Hi, this is Dan Bush. I'm Eric Stewart, the voice of Brock and James from Pokemon. This is Laura Summer from Real Talk Structures. Well, hey kids, it's me, Townsend Coleman, and you probably know me better as the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're listening to Alan Price and Chris Vince. And you are listening to Chris and Alan. Chris and Alan, the sexiest beast in the UK. You're listening to Alan and Chris. You're listening to Chris and Alan. You right now are with Chris and Alan. You're listening to Operation Retroshock. 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 Thunder. 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 Thundercat. Cowabunga! Dudes. We're back! Hello everybody and welcome to episode 59 of Operation Retroshock. I am one of your hosts, Alan Price, and finally back beside me is... Hi, I'm WrestleShock host Chris Vint, which you would have seen probably on this feed quite a lot of times. Yes, for which we kind of have to apologise because, well, as everybody knows, well, you would know if you were listening to this, considering the amount of actual stuff that's been on the feed... There's just been a teeny tiny bit of wrestling uh, the last number of months here and uh, besides a couple of week break after the actual Wrestlemania itself, it has been wrestling overload. So we're going to try and get back into the swing of things of a normal show. Just, yeah, yeah, we'll give it a bash and see what happens. You know, we, we haven't been doing this too long, so you know, you have to bear with us. <laughs> I know, we have, to, we have to get warmed up again. He was worried I wasn't going to know how to do the intro there, but... Um, I thought it was okay. <laughs> well, that's not one of your best ones, though. So, oh, yeah. he's even getting critical on me now. I'm not. I'm just saying it's not up to par. You know, we've been here three years. We need to keep, <coughs> we need to kind of keep the momentum going. You know? No, see, the thing is, I would do a big booming one, but it might just disturb everybody. Yeah, <laughs> disturb it. But. Um, as we've been saying on our Twitter feed, everybody, uh, if you don't follow us on Twitter, why don't you? It's at RetroShop316. Um, we have been planning to do our E3 episode, and this is what this is going to be. So we're going to go through all the things that we um, saw at uh, this year's E3 conference. Uh, we even had a little E3 night round at mine uh, on the Monday night, so we got to see the Microsoft conference and uh, EA and... Uh, We're still going? <coughs> We're still continuing? <laughs> no, it's just whenever you said EA, remember your man? We're oh, still yeah. continuing? Which yeah, Battlefield, that's that's something that will be brought up uh, in uh, not, too, uh, not too much time. But um, we got to see Microsoft and EA uh, in because uh, PlayStation was late at night, so that didn't uh, happen. But we got caught up on that nonetheless. So, shall we kick things off with the absolutely magnificent and wonderful, caring, customer service giving company that is Microsoft? Yep. Yeah. They put the TV on. 
<laughs> TV on. Wave at the camera. <laughs> Everybody's watching you. Yeah. But uh, straight out the gate at the Microsoft conference, we got Metal Gear Solid 5. What did you think about this? I thought it was a case of um, obviously they looked and saw that Red Dead Redemption did really well and thought, you know what, let's put Snake in a Western mm-hmm. and done something like that. It certainly looks very unique, especially the way you hide down on the horse, you know, mm-hmm. whenever you're going around. Uh, it's very strange. Um, they definitely but, showed us plenty. Yeah, but obviously Kiefer Sutherland being Snake instead of uh, David Hater or, or Hater or whatever Hater, he's called. Hater, yeah. Um, um, obviously he wasn't too happy, you know, like publicly saying things on Twitter about it and stuff. Um, but I think Kiefer Sutherland has an, a class voice as that. Mm-hmm. And you, know, you immediately think, like Jack Barr, you know, like he has like that natural mm-hmm. gravelly voice with him looking a bit older now but no i think i think it's good obviously at the time i thought it was an xbox exclusive but it's coming on both platforms mm-hmm. so yeah you know that's i good. think it's just a case of microsoft flash the cash to get kojima to come up on stage for like 10 seconds yeah and go what was it, it was something like graphics power and smart glass he said something it was really really limited because obviously his english isn't the best um but no, it was an impressive trailer. Um, I didn't like the way this like sped things up. And well, stuff. see, this is the thing, right? It was funny at the time. I remember us having a laugh about it, going, yeah. "What the heck's going on here?" But really, if you um, what was it I read? The press that were there actually got to see it at normal speed. Mm-hmm. You know, when they went to the booths, and it was something like twenty-five minutes long. That, oh, right. that real whereas because of the sped up bits we got it down to I think it came in at about 7 or 8 minutes mm-hmm. which in the interest of time yes in the interest says. of time <laughs> um, but no I was impressed with the graphics were uh, outstanding and it was nice to actually see it's in game footage you know it was clearly in game footage now whether it was a computer mainly doing the movements and such as they do but you could see that it is the engine but um, the one thing that really just pickled me I was just like is someone seriously not going to be suspicious of that horse just wandering past? <laughs> you know, it's just that was that just threw me a wee bit. But um, at least it kind of gave you a chance to see a bit of everything. You saw that that sort of thing with the horse. Then you saw the tanks and all this other stuff. And then they get you know took you through a reel of characters and all as yeah. well. So you got to see it. You know, a good bit of the game. But um, it'll be interesting to see where they have it in the whole sense of the series and stuff you know timeline wise <coughs> mm. yeah but um no that was an impressive enough start in my opinion um second up we had rise son of rome not a good follow-up in my opinion because you could clearly tell this definitely was as i was saying with metal gear this one however was extremely obvious that it was running on rails it was yeah being guided by a computer because and to be honest to try and promote the next generation of gaming I don't want to see quick time events a minute into your <laughs> yeah. into your gameplay yeah because that's what my boss from work was saying going like oh quick time events and I went oh yeah the next generation mm-hmm. you normally you can play your TV but you still have the mash buttons like a crazed mm-hmm. fool but uh, it just looked like somebody had got the Gladiator movie and made it into a game, and that's basically mm-hmm. what it was. For well, me. from from I went and read up on this rise, and apparently it was originally meant to be a Connect specific game. Earth did that work for three sixty? Then they delayed it, and then it's meant to be a Connect game for Xbox One, 
and then they halted that and then they just scrapped connect all together so, so it's that's why the quick time events because obviously yeah be like you doing that or yes. that or something yeah. like that with your hands exactly Sorry, you so, me, so it's basically been thrown about more times than enough and yeah. to be saying oh look here's your big you know this is going to be available on launch day that doesn't get me excited no to be quite honest for it and i think that's one of the very apart from another game um that's one of the few exclusives that uh, well xbox said that they have 11 X, xbox did have more exclusives than sony but sony were they were they games. really were they really exclusives that got you overly excited is the question yeah uh, um but after rise son of rome you got killer instinct that looked decent just whenever the KI came up and I was like, oh, it's Killer Instinct. Oh, but yeah. apparently, from what I heard, was that you only start off with one yeah. character and all the other characters you that, have to pay for. That hasn't impressed me at all because um, they're following the the mobile game route. Mm-hmm. The way, you know, you buy a game, like, I'll, I'll throw it out there. It's just the first thing coming out of my head. Uh, there's the Jurassic Park Builder app for the iPad and you get in there and you can build your zoo you know for your dinosaurs and stuff but in the grand scheme of things they're going to make you want to buy stuff in game to speed things up or get certain dinosaurs quicker and that but it's free to download this seems to be the route then they're going to go for killer instinct and I think it's going to be a very dodgy route yeah to go because it's going to be a gamble because you're either going to get just loads of people playing online with the the original character, or yeah. or what they'll do is they'll say that two players can two players of the same character can't fight. I against think each I other. think I think it would be smart if they were to do something like at launch, say right, okay, here's the game, but if you want to unlock all the characters, you can get it here for a basic price. Yeah, you know, sort of a special offer price instead of. Well, nobody's you know, really going to want to spend like say $50.60 and then have to pay an extra $30 to unlock mm-hmm. all the characters mm-hmm. well no I don't think they're going to go that sort of route in terms of you know here's a, here's the game Here it costs you $60 or anything like that it's free to get it but um, it just depends how much they're going to charge for characters really is going to be your question if, I it, don't was, understand. if it was like 99 cents for a character not so bad I, w- I wouldn't mind so much if you got the different costumes instead of just getting the character mm. you know but but no, looked all right. But this sort of marketing way they're going about it isn't really looking the best. Sunset Overdrive, that one was really really weird. It was like a mixture of like free running and shooting and what was it reminded me of? Um, what was that? Jet Set Radio. But also there's what was the the Batman one, the Gotham City Hooligans or something like uh, that? Was got it? Imposters. Imposters. That's the one. It reminded me a bit of that, like just random. Crazy people running about. It just reminded me stuff. of Jet Set Radio and Walking Dead put together. Mm. So it did. It looked fun, you know, like it looked like. Oh, but It just depends on. But it again wasn't in game footage. That was a CG trailer. Yeah, just. it just looked a bit over. It looked really, really, really over the top. I um, think wasn't that that was Insomniac game? So that's they were jumping ship from Sony to Microsoft because they were the company that always did like Spyro and stuff like oh, that. Right. Um. But no, it's going to be one sort of one that we'll have to wait and see down the line when we actually get to see gameplay of it. Um, after that, we had fours of five, which was, oh look here, look at this shiny car on the stage. Yeah, this will attract your attention. It was just, it was just like, look, CGI image on screen. There's the real car. Look what they look like, you know. And then they were doing the whole big crazy push thing about, oh, but you know, there's going to be no such thing as AI now. Oh. it's going to be a whole the cloud learns about what the way you drive and things like that basically it's just like they've taken 
Uh, they've taken like a ghost thing mm-hmm. and they've just incorporated that into that and just made but, that solid cars but, now. But you know the thing is, right? They're going, oh, you don't have AI anymore. It's the cloud learns what you do and then it responds. Technically, that's still AI. It's all artificial intelligence at the end of the day. Yeah. It's just a different version of AI. Um, it, but here's, here's the big thing, right? It needs the cloud to analyze and control the opponent cars, right? Mm-hmm. I know that we've, you know, one of the big sticky points that came out of Xbox was the fact that you need the internet connection yeah. to play it. But, for example, right, say your internet goes down for a day because there's something in, say your oh. road's getting dug up or something like that, but you want, you're in the middle of playing Forza and well, something yeah. happens, the cloud goes down, yeah. your cr- all the opponent cars are just going to dunk and crash. Yeah, but you can't, if you don't have the internet oh, for 24 yeah. hours, then um, it just becomes a glorified DVD player. Oh, in fact, so Microsoft have come out and said that, well, if you don't want to be on the internet, then buy a 360. Oh no, I know. That's and it's just like that is real. Apparently, apparently they're trying to backtrack and say now. Oh, by the way, you don't have to um, connect to the internet through your console every day. Um, you can do it on your phone. <laughs> so they're basically just saying, right? You have to log into your Xbox account every day on your phone. Then it's, it just gets better. <laughs> but no, Forza Five, Forza games are good. But again, I think it is just pushing the boundaries a wee bit too much in terms of the requirement of the internet because. You know, yes, the UK has generally good internet connection, but it's still not up to scratch to what it would be in some places in the states. Like I know the states pay a lot more for their yeah. internet, and plus, hence why sw- they get really good internet. Plus, if you switch service provider, mm-hmm. then that's you snooker. Yeah, because you you're gonna you're gonna be out of internet for probably a week at a time, and you're not gonna be able to do anything. <laughs> Dude, I was I know, a weeks, a weeks, a weeks, you know, <laughs> being promising. I know. Yeah, I was out with that for three months. I know. But um, no, I am a Forza fan. Does look good, but um, again, they were trying to pass off what to me looked again very more towards the CGI line of graphics than actual racing graphics. There was very few shots apart from when they actually did do a physical demo. So I think this isn't as advanced as we think. Let's just say that there was another racing game that stole the show for us. Yes, yes, we knew. Yes, this is true. Um, that's further down the line but uh, after that a game that has been impressing me though is Quantum Break I don't really know what's about this but that, that was the one that there's there was the explosion mm. and it was frozen and your guy walked in and got the girl that was frozen in the explosion and like pulled her out of it and then they said you know like it's collapsing so they had to dive out the place before the explosion finally went off it's meant to be like a combination of like proper real footage and then games so it's like you're they'll film different things for the real life shots yeah and then your actions as you go throughout the game then cues up the live footage in different styles right i like the idea so but it sounds like a fancier version of thunderbirds then <laughs> <laughs> but um no i like the idea of it but it's going to be one of those ones again i want to see more to really judge because they gave you a very sort of Minimal trailer. Minimal trailer at the Xbox's launch. And then here you just got this sort of small clip. So it wasn't really, again, that revealing. Um, After Quantum Break, there was D4. I can't remember a thing about D4, to be no, honest. I remember just a trailer coming up and people going, yeah, and I just went, 
I think you were out of the room then. You That's probably why I don't remember. And uh, I think we just looked and went like, oh, D4, brilliant. Oh. <laughs> and Chris was like, what's that? No, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Um, well, after that, there was Project Spark. What did you think of Project Spark? That was the one with like the rock and giving it a brain. Yeah, that looked very strange. That so was that, To me, that just gave me the feeling of, oh, look, we've created a game so you can create your own game. It's just like, What? So you've just given us a half-finished game and said, there, go go play. I just I didn't really get it, to be honest with you. I think that'll be more one for kids. Yeah. So, well, that, like, they're wanting to, like, build things and create animals and stuff like that. I think that's going to try and appeal to the sort of I think uh, Skylanders crowd. Yeah, I was just about to say that myself. So it was, you know, say that, you know, with Skylanders, you know, you've got that kind of market there. So whether that goes into that, but... Um, not really interested to yeah. be honest with you uh, after that there was Crimson Dragon which was the start of the technical issues in the evening that was the one that there was, it was just oh, silent oh yeah that's right and then you just heard people go woo you just heard the crowd going <laughs> yeah. through it and it was just the fakest crowd reactions you've ever heard in your life I think I knew that and we're just like making all these noises just to get themselves yeah, on the yeah but literally audio. it was just a pile of dragons flying about I didn't go and find the trailer again afterwards because I didn't get that interested in it to find out what I wanted to you know actually hear what they were saying in basically the if you if you remember Panzer Dragoon Saga it was the people who brought you that yeah. that's how you, you know so it's a very much the same kind of stuff going on in fact you know what it reminded me of mm-hmm. remember the PS3 whenever it first came out Lair yeah yeah, yeah a lot way. of that mm-hmm. now the next game though this is this is a positive thing sort of is Dead Rising 3 yes that would be that was one that I kind of was looking at and then thought that looked really good but then I thought Dead Rising it's normally quite good to begin with but then it gets very it monotonous could get repetitive, yeah. but it did look very good the way you could like make weapons like the sledge saw or whatever it was I and you like whenever it to it, yeah. he threw the saw and then the guy just split in half. Oh, that was that was brilliant. Um, this then, this this was the first one. Like when we were when the guys were around at my house and we were watching this, um, there was two other of our friends with us, uh, Chris Hill, as everybody all know who's been on here, and Mikey. And Chris Hill's actually been out of gaming for quite some time, and I think this is kind of where his interest started getting peaked again Mm -hmm. was with Dead Rising Dead Rising really kind of caught his attention um, because they showed you just bits and bobs of everything because you know like you say you saw the whole saw thing you saw him using a wrench you saw him climbing up buildings jumping about using a flare gun driving about in the car the UAV Mm-hmm. being called in the UAV. I, I think is again a tablet kind of thing yeah there was a couple of games throughout E3 that are going to uh, use tablet based stuff which looks uh, it looks very good um, but um, then you saw you know like I said there was the car and but the zombies I thought was cool if you drive through too many zombies it slows the car down they start grabbing onto the car mm-hmm. so you could end up getting attacked through the window um, but uh, sadly uh, for Chris uh, Chris Hill, it's going to be an Xbox One exclusive, mm-hmm. so um, it doesn't look like you'll be getting to play it. Um, no. But um, that was the first real sort of promising one on the list, um, besides really uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I think again, very Walking Dead, you know, using the flare gun and all the zombies walking over to that and him just running on mm-hmm. that way. Um, but then you saw it, I think because we were watching on a different, you know, like that um, feed that 
once that conference was over, he had them talking about it. Game talking, trailers, yeah. Yeah, so you know that was really cool to see that because I love so, I love game trailers coverage side because it's nice that it isn't the way it used to be where it was just like oh here's the conference right conference is over done bye yeah you wanna you wanna hear what people are thinking if they're saying the same thing as you yeah um but uh, they were talking to a developer or something at it and uh, he was playing it but he near enough got caught by the zombies which is pretty funny mm-hmm. um, but no I, I quite like the look of it but to be honest with you I can see it being exclusive but being, whether it's a permanent one or mm. whether it's always a case of they'll get it for the first like say year and then eventually come out because don't forget that like Dead Rising 2 um, and Dead Rising off the record mm-hmm. um, both came out in PS3 and they were I, I think you're probably exclusives. right it's probably an exclusivity thing Yeah. but uh, after that there was The Witcher 3 not really an interest to me to be honest no, at all no I um, think that's more f- sort of for the PC gamer background because Witcher was always mainly PC stuff but after that we had the most wonderful part of the evening which was um, what I refer to now as Battlefield 4 Cock Up <laughs> yeah um, its subtitle is now Cock Up um, with our lovely French fellow on stage um, <laughs> getting ready to take us through Battlefield and then er, freeze dead and uh, <laughs> I've uh, there was a video the that I tweeted you earlier mm-hmm. that game trailers had a, like you know uh, when conferences collide yeah. they actually subtitled some of the stuff that was getting shouted out from the crowd oh really and it was like we want free t-shirts and stuff it was the most random stuff ever <laughs> you know nothing dodgy in terms yeah. of swear words or anything like that but it's just like because uh, the only one I remember hearing was red uh, did it get the red ring or red mm-hmm. ring of death or something and then like there that. was another guy who was like shouting crazy and it was just <laughs> like they were being they were being hilarious but um, it's just the way he was like he just turned around and went I'm alright yeah and I'm like we don't care if you're alright and all he right. kind of opened his shirt that was, his that thing, was after to say like I'm not sweating that kind know, of thing but that was after the guy shouted we want free t-shirts see I didn't realise at the time oh, but if right. you get in the video the, the guy shouts we want free t-shirts and then he does the jacket thing yeah so as if to say I don't have any yeah and then he went like uh well, maybe you won't. Maybe, maybe you'll see it later. later. And then later he went to walk off. walk off, and then turns like, around no, no. to his mate and goes like, "We're continuing," and you're just like, "Oh dear no!" Because I, th- do you know what I think? What happened is the way he went. You know the way he went. Like I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I think that was meant to be to the guys backstage. Yeah. Like I'm all right, but his mic was still alive. He thought that maybe he turned his mic off, and he went, "I'm all right." Mm-hmm. And it, it was just that was just a complete utter howler. And then the PS to resistance for this, right, dude? And what? I didn't, I didn't realize this. What's that, sir? No, the PS to resistance. I didn't realize this at the time, but some very eagle-eyed people spotted it, and I uh, saw what they had to say. Was they started the Battlefield Four demo trying to run it on the Xbox One? <laughs> then the freeze happened, right? Then eventually, when it all comes back online, top right-hand corner of the screen in the conference, you see was it like battle log or something like that which is only on PC so they'd switched it to the PC alright so they had so it wasn't even running on the Xbox so that's it's a bit of an insult oh dear god it's just like good old uh, EA to uh, ruin everything for Microsoft but you know there's a few mess ups during uh, E3 in terms of things not wanting to work yeah um 
but Battlefield 4, it looked good though. It did it, look good. It did, but I think the thing that made it even better was the um, 54 or um, ever many people it was um, multiplayer demo that made uh, it look. This is this is this is kind of um, you know Battlefield's going to be on all consoles, but this is kind of the one that's on Xbox as well. But then Sony have their exclusive kill zone, which was I think was at sixty four or something. Yeah. Online playing, so this is the way it's going. It seems with the next gen, it's we're going to go into the big numbers of online. Sure, defined. You can have over ten thousand people playing mm-hmm. online. Yeah. But uh, after Battlefield, we got Below, which was that sort of weird kind of really old style game. You know, the yeah, one, like the, the one guy that looked like it was an Amiga kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. That I think. I know there was that was sort of the indie segment where yeah, we're going but like we're you know, still like just I don't like, expect what is this. this? I don't expect that even on a PS3. No, don't was. get me wrong. It was a pleasant surprise, but it was just like whoa, okay, you've mm-hmm. caught me completely off guard. You know, you've gone from Battlefield Four, which is one of the most graphically stunning games of the show, to this, and you're like, okay, whatever floats your boat. But uh, that's another one that I would just have to play it to see. But I, I probably won't be playing it actually. To be honest, uh, then we got the trailer for the new Halo, which everybody was just like, "What is this?" Yeah, right up until like the last 20, 30 seconds of Very it. Very strange. They you know. really, they really filled you with this one, like so they did, because um, anybody that I read up on, what they they were like predicting everything under the sun, bar Halo. Yeah, because I went to you also, New Reaper. Uh-huh. It's like, everybody was picking stuff out of the air that it just wasn't it, but. That's kind of the stuff though you want to see. You want yes. to be surprised. Oh, and I was surprised later. Instead on. of instead of just um, the same old stuff. Yeah, instead of just going, all right, it's another battlefield, or it's another Call of Duty, or yeah. it's another Halo, or it's another Gears of War, to then be waiting a minute and a half or so, whatever length it was, and then then it's revealed. Oh, right, it's actually Master Chief. Yeah, like, Master then, Chief looks really battle worn as well. Yeah, it was really good. But that's the sort of thing you need to do because people walked away. They're going, "Oh, new Halo!" Not, yeah. "Oh, another Halo." Mm-hmm. Just shows you the sort of power of what a trailer does. Um, but that looks positive. Um, but after that, there was um, from Black Tusk Studio. It's an untitled game, but it was like the one with the skyscrapers. The guy that was on like the skyscrapers, sort of Mission Impossible style. Um, and again, it was another one that they were saying, "Oh, this is all running on in-game footage." Yeah. But again, it just looked too much like a CGI trailer. But maybe this is just the way things are going. That we just aren't used to the fact that, "Oh, right, this is next gen. The graphics are going to be this good." Mm-hmm. So we just keep thinking, "Oh, that's a CGI trailer," because we're used to it with the current gen. That that's the quality we kind of don't it. believe it until we see somebody actually playing it. Yeah, until we see someone walking around and there's the HUDs up on the screen and stuff like yeah. that then I'll believe it but um, it's very little was revealed about it it was just literally a person on a skyscraper uh, then you had the final game that was shown as their sort of signing off thing um, so I think personally to be quite honest Halo might have been better in this slot mm-hmm. so it would have um, but uh, Microsoft bid this up and said, "Oh, it's an Xbox exclusive and blah 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 and Titanfall, which actually isn't an Xbox exclusive. It's going to be on PC as well, but yep. they forgot to mention that. Um, looked interesting, but its trailer was a wee bit up the left because it starts off in like the sky talking at a grave, 
and then just goes into gameplay and it's guys running about shooting and these big mech machines shooting and jumping is and that not coming out for, I th- could have sworn that that's coming in PS4 as well uh-uh. no they were saying it's exclusive but forgot to negate the fact that it is on PC because no EA confirmed that it is you know exclusive because mm-hmm. apparently Microsoft coughed up what was it I heard that apparently Microsoft would have to have coughed up like 60 million dollars for that for exclusivity really that's that's like armored core or Gundam yeah with Call of Duty mesh together yeah. that's what it I looks think, like I think EA got a good deal on this one to be quite honest to get 60 million out of um, Microsoft for it but you're restricting yourself though as well in that aspect but as your sign off game it'll probably be enjoyable enough but it's not the game you kind of want to sign off your conference from especially with what was the bombs that were dropped at the end oh, of the yeah, conference totally. um, another game that actually wasn't unless I was out of the room again mm-hmm. uh, Connect Sports Rivals was this shown? I didn't say that no see this is the thing I think it, that got, came- it got mentioned Afterwards and all that sort it of stuff. It got mentioned down at the game trailer down the bottom. Yeah. And like the blue, but I would have thought that part. would have been sense to have that in the show, you know, because yeah. Connect's kind of your thing, you know. Unless uh, Connect wasn't working, you know. Oh, this, is, this is true. That's, that's, see, all, that's all they would have wanted is to have to have any, an old Connect sitting there. You didn't there. see any Connect stuff no. on Atari. Which is very. Which in comparison to the last number of years has been very Because if you think rare. about it, then why didn't have to dance there as well? Mm, true. But, um, yeah, Connect Sports Rivals, this is just turning into their sort of series now. Yay. But then, to sign off Microsoft stuff, it was revealed that it's going to be getting a November launch. So, probably going to coincide with Call of Duty's launch, more than likely. Yay. And then we got the even, 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 even bigger bombshell that it's going to cost $499 in the States. And four hundred and twenty-nine pounds sterling. At which point, Alan and I went, "What?" Just, and like I was, I was again getting many shoutouts to game trailers today. But there's a guy called Marcus Beer who does Annoyed Gamer, and I absolutely love his stuff. If you um, haven't seen it, go into game trailers and watch his show. He's just. A normal guy that just has given his opinions about things he's annoyed about in the games industry and uh, he said before E3 he says if any of these companies go above the $400 um, price mark they're committing suicide mm-hmm. and what do Microsoft do? They go in $100 above that they go up to $500 and again as always screw over Europe in the grand scheme of things because I think was someone checked and it works at about £320 sterling of course. when you exchange now I think if they went in maybe at the 350 mark like PS3 that would have been fine mm-hmm. but they really were taking the rip £80 is too much of a difference to make and I think a lot of people once that had happened pretty much everyone on Twitter was like, was like you know <laughs> your move Sony let's see what Sony yeah. get, you know like because if Sony can undercut this then that's even better. Um, it's like even if Sony, I think it had just came out with the pre-owned stuff, they'd have been in good stead. But we were just like, if they come out and it's cheaper, yeah, by a reasonable well, enough even, amount, you're just even like on that games trailer thing, wherever they were talking, somebody was talking to the guy who did the conference and said, you know, like four hundred ninety nine dollars. Do you think you're getting value for money? And he said, yes, we are because of hardcore gamers, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a case of yeah. 
you're not and to be honest with you since the, the prices come out and people you say to people people ask when it's coming out in November how much is it going to be 430 pounds you get the uh, you get the and then you say Sony's going to be 350 and, and honestly like, oh. for every like 10 pre-orders of, of PS4s we get one Xbox yeah I know because that was um, what uh, there was an article up and they're saying Amazon's pre-orders at the moment are sitting at 8 to 1 yeah, whereas in their, the top 20 pre-orders, uh, Xbox One is number 20, the like the like a game or something, mm-hmm. so it's not even factored in there, mm-hmm. you know. But um, in my opinion, I would probably rate this conference about a C, C-. minus. Um, there was a few games that were interesting enough, but again, just too much stuff that didn't really show us gameplay mm-hmm. or anything, and then just I think it was the the bombshell towards the end of the price was really just what kind of threw everybody for a loop and we're just like right if Sony come in with anything half decent here you yeah. know it's goodbye um, I've got to say as well that aesthetically um, on the eye neither console is particularly beautiful well see I do like the look of the PlayStation far more than the Xbox I like the idea of it being like diagonal like slidey mm-hmm. but they are very square yeah. the both of them um, at the end of the day you know if as long as it does the job in my opinion yeah you know it's going to be sitting in your room doing its own thing so well, somebody said that to me and I was just like at the end of the day mate you're going to be looking at your TV not your console mm-hmm. you're going to be pressing a button mind you'd it. much rather have your Playstation if you were to have the two, what mm. would you rather have displayed? It would be your PlayStation than the Xbox, because I think one of the Sony guys in an interview turned around and said, yeah, you don't have to hide ours in a cabinet. <laughs> you don't have to hide ours in a cabinet. It was well, just like, well, oh. I mean, if you think about whenever the Xbox, the very, very first Xbox came out, I mean, you could you, I, I actually did a conference thing, and uh, I, I was the, one of the only people who knew a lot about games, and I said, you know, we'll roll all these points. And she went, we need one more. And I went, you can use it as a doorstop. Mm-hmm. And she went, what? Now I can use it as a doorstop because it's that heavy. Mm-hmm. So we, I actually presented the conference thing and towards the end. I said, we're running out of ideas. So just in case it breaks down and your local store's out of stock, you can use it as a doorstop because it's that friggin' big. <laughs> and it's huge. And the controllers are huge for yeah. it as well. And uh, But it's, it's funny to see that after both them being so you know obtuse looking like the controllers are pretty much staying the same yeah the but out of the two though the one that's changed the most is the playstations yeah it's, it's, a touch it's actually it's actually kind of went to be a bit more do you remember the early concept controller for ps3 mm-hmm. the way it was almost like a boomerang yeah it's kind of almost went that way so as it's a wee bit more the, it's almost you know, like they've tried to incorporate a bit of a vita in the, the controller yeah pretty much but uh, that'll do it for the Microsoft conference. Um, so yeah, I'd say about a CC minus. There was nothing overly splendid there, and then the price just kind of was the the kicker. Yep. Yeah. Um, we shall move on, and we shall talk about uh, Sony. So Sony. Um, I'm not going to talk about any of the stuff at the beginning in regards to the Vita or PS3 because. We all kind of know that sort of stuff. They gave us a quick glimpse at Last of Us and all, which is just out, and then they gave us an idea of some stuff they've lined up for the Vita. But to be quite honest, we know what we're all really watching the Sony conference for, and that is CPS4 stuff. 
Um, so we shall just focus on that. Yeah. Um, they revealed the order 1866. This one to me looked intriguing. So it did. It looks to me like it's going to be very sort of the way in Assassin's Creed you have like the Templars. It's like going to be this sort of mystery sort of group. This sort of you know 1800s underground group, but they have made like these sort of well not futuristic weapons but alternative weapons mm -hmm. it's meant to be third person and all but I literally can't say much more than what was in the trailer in terms of you know like they're in the carriage and they get out of the carriage and they're in sort of you know 1800s London because again when the uh, game trailers guys brought the one of the guys from the studios in uh, to talk about it he was actually I can't talk about that I can't talk about that I can't talk about that so literally hardly anything <laughs> has been divulged about this game apart, fr apart from we've had it in the pipeline for about 10 years and we're really happy we have the chance to do it now it's just like cheers mate what above. but um, fingers crossed it's promising um, after that we had uh, Killzone Shadowfall which more and more I look at it the more and more it's impressing me um, simply because just the graphics on it are just they are outstanding and at least they actually have shown us a decent amount of in-game footage because mm -hmm. at the Sony conference they showed us the in-game footage they showed us the 64 player uh, multiplayer and apparently there was 64 people bar the you know so you know one person on the stage playing the multiplayer you know there was you know all the people were there to play it yeah and uh, even apparently Jack Trenton was backstage doing it as well the guy who was in charge of the uh, Sony conference um but the likes of when that building collapsed and all that that yeah. was that was impressive the that way really they was they just had the guy like sitting beside the river and you just see the the <laughs> building just collapse into the river um I want to see more of it though yeah but that's thing. the thing with a lot of them you know like it is a case of you do want to see more and over the coming mm. months and whatever but it looks like it is going to be one they're going to push hard because like um, well sure it's going to be in the starter it's going to be in the bundles in the uk isn't it yeah i mean game have got the exclusivity on that and then the drive club which a lot of people are saying again for with the playstation plus as well that's there's a new development in that actually which i'll talk about next but okay. um but no, it is. It does look like Drive Club and Killzone are going to be sort of the two games that they are pushing for the launch uh, to show off different dynamics off the PlayStation. Um, well, we'll jump on to Drive Club here quickly anyway. It does look good. Um, but again, there is another racing game later on that um, still stole the show. They promoted during the conference that you will get Drive Club if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Mm -hmm. So again, Sony have been doing this for the last number of months anyway. Where that if you're a PlayStation Plus member, you get a certain Speaking game. Speaking of which, you know the way that the Microsoft are doing that with the Xbox mm -hmm. now. You know they're only doing that from July to December. Aye, to the launch of the one. Yeah, so only it'll, doing be, it then. it'll be rubbish games. Yeah. Considering again, Sony kind of took a jibe at that during the their conference. Um, but it was revealed that if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber on day one, you'll be able to go in and download Drive Club. But it's actually been revealed that it's not going to be the full version of Drive Club. It's going to be like a sort of slightly scaled down version. All right. In that you won't be getting all the tracks and you won't be getting all the cars. 
but you're still going to get a reasonable amount of a game yeah so it's going to be a question on the day whether you want to pay and get the full game or if you're going to be happy enough with maybe half a game and then get more games in the future but that is the thing though with PlayStation Plus Sony took the pop and said yes you'll be getting new games mm-hmm. as a PlayStation Plus subscriber not how many year old ones like how old Halo 3 Halo 3 was like launch year wasn't it or second launch year was it probably 2006 2007 like that. well Assassin's Creed 2 is one of them as well Assassin's Creed 2 was well what is it now we were on you had three revelations probably about five years old four yeah. or five years old now so and plus the PlayStation plus the PlayStation plus carries over to your Vita as well yeah so it covers you're everything getting, you're getting games for both uh, machines which is just you know paying 40 quid and getting 65 games a year yeah uh-huh. I'll take that thanks yeah and considering those games are going to probably total up well into the hundreds of what would yeah. be dollars exactly it's a very very good service by the looks of it whereas the amazing games that Microsoft showed were, like we said, Assassin's Creed 2 and Halo, which come into a store retail value of, I think, in the states of $20. Uh, come into a store value of game uh, pre-owned of £6. There you go. So, uh, aren't, they, aren't they very they, generous? As soon as they announced that um, at the conference, you checked. price changes no price changes came down the next day, and uh, both went down to £3. Seriously? Yeah. That's unbelievable just shows you like but um, after that we saw Infamous Second Son which again was just a CGI trailer mm-hmm. so it was there was there's something that I've never been into Infamous I don't know what it is I've said to people because of you know like a couple of guys from work have said about Infamous and for me I just say I preferred the Force Unleashed games yeah and he's just like what do you mean I said, because Force the most you use lightning. I said, but I'm more of a Star Wars nerd than about yeah. Infamous. Um, or I prefer Prototype over Infamous. Yeah. Um, but the trailer does look very good from what I've seen of it. Yeah, well, that's that's another thing to mention, G-Course. That's next door. That's next door. Awesomeness. <laughs> I was I like, wait. recording a lesson. I was, like, I was like, that's not your mother. <laughs> no, it's not. Um... But um, that's another thing, mentioning Prototype, Saints Row 4 completely ripping off Prototype. It's really ridiculous. Did. Really did. Literally the flying dynamics are just been cut and pasted over from Prototype. Um, so we're not talking about them anymore. Hmm. Um, then there was Beyond Two Souls, which was heavily promoted and sort of obvious in-game cinematics. But they were pushing the fact that... Um, there was actual actors in it. Uh, the one you know, that had like Willem Dafoe in it. Mm-hmm. Avenge me! Um, he was like a doctor. And then what was her name? Um, oh, I saw this in the, on the MCV today. The be actress girl. Oh, that's annoying me. Ellie, Ellie Fanning, is it? Or no. Ah, uh, her name. What's it called again? Beyond Two Souls? Beyond Two Souls, yeah. Why can't I remember Kirsten her Adams or something McAdams? No, it isn't, it isn't, it isn't. Hold on, I'll find out beyond. Two Thors. No, it's spelled two, right? But I think Ellen Page. Uh, Ellen Page. I knew there was Ellen in there somewhere. Uh, Fanning, I got two names mixed up. Um, but um, 
No, I think this is interesting and it could be a good way for them to maybe go on games that it's kind of like crossover mm-hmm. that if you actually get actors in to do the voices that the, the characters are among them. Norman Corbelli scored. Corbelli passed away of pan- pancreatic cancer on January 25th, 2013. Thank you very much for the uplifting li- up up message. Thank you, Chris. No problem. Uh, <laughs> I can always There's rely on you for that. But... Um, no, I think this could be maybe the way they go with things. With they bring the actor in and they actually they, you know, face map them into the game. Yeah. Um, this I think this is sort of to kind of appease everybody by saying there's not enough female leads in video games. <laughs> it's like besides Lara Croft, really. But um, no, it looked decent enough. But um, it looks like it's trying to go like sort of maybe a wee bit of the uncharted route because there was a lot of running and sliding around sort of deserts yeah. and things like that. Um, after that, we had Knack, which had been already revealed at the PS4's launch, but it actually really, really interests me, Knack, because it's done by the guy who was originally involved in Crash Bandicoot. Is that the one that has the big like? Uh, it's it's the big wee guy, but he can go big and he can go small and he can change shapes and he's like all particles and what stuff. What was like the that. one then that had like the kind of sparkly dude with them? Or was that? That could be him as well, though. It could be him. It was the ones that were like uh, fighting uh, like have, elves have and stuff. Have to have a look at the trailer and see. No, it's it is. Uh, it does look like a good game to me because it was the. Um, they showed a clip in the trailer and it looked like straight out of pretty much Crash Bandicoot because it was like one of those scenes. Well, where yeah, it is knack. Yeah. yeah, that uh, like the enemy was like running at you, but it was running towards screen. Mm-hmm. And the, but you were running towards the screen as well and you had to like jump over the obstacles and all which was literally just Crash Bandicoot written all over it Chris is actually just going to have a look at the trailer quickly now so he is yeah I think this looks like the PS4's Ratchet and Clank yeah it does but that's to be expected if it's coming oh, from no, someone oh no I'm not Crash saying Bandicoot. that's a bad thing by any oh, stretch of but hey if there's yeah. like the guy, one of the guys that was originally involved in Crash Bandicoot in it, it can't be too bad like really can it yeah Plus, I, f- I found it quite funny. I remember originally when PS4 was launched back in, was it February? Um, in the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City, another wrestling mention there. Um, that that was the first game they showed, was Knack. Mm-hmm. And the first voice was Jennifer Hale. Oh, right. The voice of Female Shepherd and Mass Effect and many other uh, voices in the industry. I just remember... <laughs> texting Natalie right away our friend and saying oh yeah first first voice ever heard in a game for PS4 Jennifer Hale and she was just so over the moon <laughs> as Natalie is with these things but no I think uh, I think it's meant to be a launch title as well so I think that would be good for kids they haven't really said <coughs> excuse me for any press conference you know like they'll say that it'll either be available Holidays. maybe at launch or the launch window uh, you know but then because launch and launch window is two different things launch window <coughs> the first two months because that's what Nintendo did with the, with the Wii U and said these all be available at the launch window and then some of them just didn't yeah. come out and that's the sad thing about Nintendo is that you know Ubisoft have now abandoned them and EA have kind of said yeah. we're not really doing much with them now we'll, we'll get into the nitty gritty of Nintendo later on here because um, there's a few interesting developments in that aspect but after NAC we got to see that what was it Final Fantasy 13 versus or whatever it was is now Final Fantasy 15 I'm not a big Final Fantasy person so to be honest it didn't really the need do to go back me. to putting the battle system the way it used to be because see with like Final Fantasy 13 
say if I didn't have that strategy guide, I wouldn't have had a clue what to do because mm-hmm. there's so many. Um, like you know the way in Mass Effect, if you want Garrus to use concussive shot, you press the R B button yes. and then you click this. Well, then you have these two dudes who you get. Uh, basically, you have them doing different moves. So like. Algorithm number one would be them attacking and one kind of healing the rest yes. and then that kind of thing. But then your enemies kind of, uh, it's just some of it's very, very confusing. So they need to take it back to the basic route yeah. of just going attacking using magic or just attacking something as similar, as simple as that. Yeah. Um, next up, there was Kingdom Hearts 3, um, which. A lot of people have been looking forward to and wanting for ages and ages. We've had what is it? It's about has there been about three handhelds since Kingdom Hearts two? Yeah, I know they they are bringing out Kingdom Hearts one point five HD mm-hmm. for the PS three to kind of tie people over. Yeah. Um, excuse me. The only thing I can <coughs> see see with this, the trailer for Kingdom Hearts three was really really weird because they started off with like a montage. Yeah. And you're just like. You don't really need to show us a montage. We know what Kingdom Hearts looks like. It didn't look as vibrant as you Kingdom expected. Hearts does, you know, with the likes of saying Mickey Mouse, Donald, and all that kind of stuff. You know, being an important part of it. I didn't really see that much for the like the PS4 side no, of it. But the need, I think, it needs a wee bit more work on it. You know, I'm not saying that it needs to be graphically outstanding because you know it's Disney. It's going to be cartoony, but yeah. it just was missing that little PS to resistance. Um, after that we got uh, Assassin's Creed 4 which was our next mess up I heard this, I haven't seen this but I heard about it Yeah, it looked absolutely phenomenal it really really did, the graphics everything looked great but there's you kind of knew something was off within the first sort of minute Mm -hmm. because you just see them go to start walking and it just freezes for like 0.5 0.5 of a second you're like there's something not right <laughs> and it keeps going through and then it happened again like 0.5 of a second and I'm like don't don't <laughs> but, you know because I'm an Assassin's Creed fan I'm like please don't please don't you know we all we're all happy enough to take the mickey out of Battlefield because it's EA <laughs> you know nobody likes EA anyway sure they got was it the golden turd for like two years running <laughs> um, and that's that is literally an award for worst company or something like that in America um, but we got through it enough I think it froze one more time for a really really short period but all the stuff you saw you know like he was sneaking through like the bushes in the jungle and the way they moved and all was you know lovely and realistic and then the big difference that we saw in comparison to um, Assassin's Creed 3 on this gen was if you were wanting to go and say drive your ship drive your ship seal your ship <laughs> drive your ship <laughs> in Assassin's Creed 3 you know you'd walk up to it and then you'd get a loading screen and then you'd be on the ship mm-hmm. and off doing your mission you'd have to have done a mission select screen and everything whereas this one literally shows him jumping off a cliff on swinging on a thing on top of a building across a couple of posts over the pier swings on another hook literally as his boat is turning away from the pier he then lands on the back of the boat seamlessly mm-hmm. onto the boat runs forward takes the wheel of the ship and you're now driving the ship completely seamless sailing driving <laughs> driving the ship just completely seamlessly no loading screen no nothing and that was impressive and then once you get in and there was the combat mm-hmm. you had the combat 
and then you got another dynamic where once that other ship was damaged you pulled up beside it and again seamlessly you can board the other ship it's like all this stuff required major loading yeah on the la- on the current gen of consoles so that looks promising but then right at the end when weirdly though you know if, if it was going to freeze proper you would have thought it would have happened during normal gameplay mm-hmm. where you would think that's taking more of a strain yeah. during gameplay. No, it froze during a cutscene. It froze during the final cutscene and you just see the poor guy on stage just his head goes down <laughs> and he's just like, oh, and it's just, we're, and this is the thing, right? The difference in crowd between the Microsoft crowd yeah. and the Sony crowd was completely different. You know, everybody was, you know, applauding them and you know, saying, yeah. oh, don't worry, it's okay. But, it's, you know, it's, there's still months to launch, so I'm sure it'll be no worries at all that that'll get fixed. But no, Assassin's Creed 4 was impressive graphically. Uh, then we had Watch Dogs. I'm not going to talk a great deal about this here. I think pretty much everyone who, if you if you are a video game fan, you know a bit about this yeah. because you've seen it and you've seen one, how If there's kind of looks. one game that people would want for next gen, it's yeah. going to be this because yes, it's going to come out in Xbox 360 and yeah. PS3. But even whenever but realistically, but even whenever that was touted, everyone was going, "That's not. There's no way that's Xbox and PS3." Yeah. Whenever that was announced for that, there was like, "That's and even, no and, way." And Ubisoft was kind of the first sort of company to leak that. Yeah, it was actually when it was revealed last year yeah that's running on next generation graphics right yeah. now so you know if you get it on an xbox and ps3 i'm sure it'll be lovely but just not as lovely <laughs> as what it uh, looked on screen uh, but we'll save a bit more of the watchdog chat for uh, ubisoft's conference nba 2k14 why put that in please why not interested at all uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I think that's kind of a cool idea that that's coming to consoles. Yeah, actually, it's only PS4 though. See, apparently not again. It's apparently there's word that it could be on Xbox or not. It could be another exclusivity thing for a while. Um, but PS4 uh, get the uh, beta first. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It could be an exclusivity so, thing. Um, um, but, but Diablo only come to the Sony ones as well. Hmm. But uh, again, Natalie, our friend, who's very into sort of the Skyrims and you know Elder Scrolls stuff, apparently she's not impressed by it at all. She says it's not like an, an, a proper Elder Scrolls, like they've taken tons of stuff out or something like no. that. So um, I will uh, reserve my opinion and go with her word on that aspect of things. Uh, then we got a surprise, which was Mad Max. That was a really just everybody was like, "What is this?" And people were just throwing things out, and they didn't know what it was. Um, they're like, "Oh, is it the new Fallout? Is it this? Is it that?" And then it was just like, "All oh, right, it's Mad Max." Um, I didn't even know that was announced to be honest with you. No, it was it was a full blown proper CGI trailer, like so it was, and it looked good. But it just was not something you were expecting to mm. be, you know, on the main stage. Yeah. Uh, but then, kind of the last main game shown by Sony. Was Destiny that from uh, Bungie, the guys who did uh, Halo originally? That looks very interesting. Mm-hmm. Graphics were really beautiful, and we got to see ten ton of in-game footage, which is what we all want to see. Um, and the way basically people can dip in and dip out as well when needed looks really, really good. And again, it's just like there's going to be just tons of people online at the same time. Um, so it indeed uh, shows promise. Um, right, the final big points from the Sony conference. Everybody can kind of guess what this is about. Uh, 
then after all that, Jack Trenton came out on stage again. Uh, this is after you know they actually revealed what the console looked like. Um, diagonal brick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then he dropped the bombshell that uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say drop the console. And drop the console. Whoops. Uh, that the PlayStation Four is going to support used games, and the place went mad. Um, yeah, there seemed to be a better crowd reaction at the Sony's than there was at Microsoft. I, th- I think it was a case of no. See, this is the thing, right? It's going to be pretty much ninety percent the same crowd mm. because it's all the press shooting about from one place to one place yeah. for all the conferences to cover them. So it's going to be essentially the same crowd. I think it was maybe just a reaction that the crowd were just hoping, right? Okay, Sony, be sensible here. But it depends as well how good a show you put on. Yeah, because take TNA for example more wrestling talk that um, you know you could have some uh, the same crowd in one place but then it depends on how the wrestlers actually excite you and mm. make you feel you know like, I think that's why Sony kind of went that's great we have them all in the palm of our hand whereas Microsoft kind of let them slip through their fingers but this is the big difference right in the grand scheme of things Sony didn't do a huge amount more mm. they just treated the consumer with respect at the end of the day and that's all people really want is if you respect the consumer then we the consumer are going to spend more money yeah with you because we all then feel a sense of loyalty whereas i think a lot of people that i've spoken to have who have been diehard xbox supporters are just like they feel like they've been bent over a table and taken for a ride <laughs> so to say um by microsoft that, that microsoft have just got so cocky um, that they're like, oh yeah, we can do whatever we want, charge whatever we want, you know, you will go with us. But, um, yep, they're going to support used games. They even released a lovely cheeky wee video after the <laughs> yeah, conference. It was like, and it's just like, this is how you will share games on PS4. And then step one, sharing the game. Thank you. And it's just like, thank you. <laughs> but it's what what actually makes me laugh so much about that, besides its simplicity and just like, you know, up yours, Microsoft is the I can't remember the guy's name, but um, you know the Japanese fella that's yeah. with. Um, I think it was the guy who's promoting the indie games during the PS4. It's just his wee cheeky smile. It's just like we just owned you. <laughs> <laughs> that's like I've seen. Like I don't know whether it's a real poster or whether it's a really well made mock poster, but it kind of was from Sony, and it said watch TV in theirs play games in ours yeah you know like and I you know because I had the blue background and everything mm-hmm. and it's just like oh Microsoft are down you're laying 10 ton of boots right into them it was was funny because I've read numerous articles you know of people's opinions after the things and on uh, Kotaku <laughs> someone put up an article after the PS4's conference and it's just like uh what was it um, Sony lay the jackhammer <laughs> on uh, Xbox because Jack Trenton so yeah. they're playing on words but then the picture is just Muhammad Ali standing over someone kind of <laughs> you know that iconic Ali pose so yeah. it is good but uh, at the end of all that uh, they announced that it will be out holidays 2013 there has been no official release date but a wee RetroShock exclusive uh, we have an inside source, and this is not even from your scheme of things. No. But another person uh, that I know that works in retail, their system has it linked in for November twenty first. So it has. So 
it looks like it will join Xbox in a November launch mm-hmm. because logically you can see that Sony can leave it a week or two they wouldn't have to worry too much but I think if you were to leave it into December they'd be leaving it in too much of a yeah. rush for oh, a consumer you need, to ha- you need to give yourself a bit of space there November in my opinion has to be your cutoff point if you don't give the consumer a good month in the build up yeah. to Christmas mm-hmm. it's not happening because at the end of the day right if you think about it last payday before Christmas is November yeah is the end of November mm-hmm. so if you release that a week before Christmas day it's going to be the middle of the month people aren't going to have as much money yeah and they people, aren't, they aren't people, shell out. people may think that you know they may delay it until after Christmas then so there's that there's that um, air of uncertainty especially mm. whenever it comes to Christmas but I would say they'll want it out before Christmas so I say again it'll probably be a November launch which November or if they're saying holiday you know you can maybe see them even tying it into the end of October for sure at the, en- at the end of the day as well wasn't it when it was Nintendo was promoting the Wii U's launch they kept saying holiday 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 and then it was November as well mm, yeah so um, logically it would be November but um, of course the big punch then that finally was there was the fact that it is going to be $399 399 euros and 349 pounds sterling a whole 80 pounds and a hundred dollars cheaper than the xbox one and i think that was kind of just the final punch and most of the internet just went right okay xbox we're out you know Mm -hmm. see you later um because like you were saying the pre-orders are about 10 to 1 8 to 1 yeah in favour of the PlayStation, how many would you say people have been back to exchange their pre-orders so far? Yeah, there's been quite a few. Enough. Yeah, there's been quite a few of them that have, you know, have either said I've got both pre-order, but I'll just hang on to it just in case and oh, I'll yeah. use it off that. Mm-hmm. But then you've got some people who come in and you ask, "What swayed you?" And it's like, mm-hmm. "What's the price?" Do the only thing right that I think Microsoft can do to try and make a bit of a recovery there's plenty of time for them to do so you know still a good number of months until we get the November if they do what was being kind of whispered beforehand and do this sort of subscription thing mm-hmm. in terms of if you sign up for Xbox Live for two years you get the console for $200 cheaper or something yeah. like that so instead of 499 it's 299 mm-hmm or anything relative in your currency I think that could throw them a bone and you could get a few people more buying the Xbox but but I don't understand why they have one with this new Connect whenever people have got this old Connect yeah. that is kind of like ridiculous oh, now apparently the new Connect fabulous Christopher apparently well, it's all upgraded and it can see you doing lots of Sony they have like a something similar to that aye, but the good thing is at least Sony have basically just went and said yeah it's an optional extra it'll not ever be an actual required necessity yeah. for any major game I just don't get that from Microsoft's point of view I really don't it's just like you are taking our camera stuff you <laughs> yeah and we're going to watch what you're doing as well yeah so no naughty stuff everybody no naughty yeah. stuff but uh, nonetheless uh, Sony's conference was a lot better uh, you know games wise and uh, you know there was less exclusive games revealed by Sony which was one uh, group scribe but uh, 
in the grand scheme of things, the atmosphere and the way it was all carried out and the way they talked to you know us as a consumer was a lot better. So I would I rated uh, the Sony conference in A. Well done. So it did. So it was good. Um, who shall go on to next? Nintendo. Yeah, I might as well get the third of the big three. Well, yeah. if you call them the big three anymore. Well, that's based a sad based based on this E three for Nintendo. Really, that's a sad thing. Really. Yeah. Um, right, Nintendo for, went out the gate really, really well in my opinion, and I was extremely happy to see this. That was I Pokemon. This whenever because we were trying, I was trying to get a streaming on my iPad. Yeah, and uh, the stream wasn't working. And then yeah, that's the thing. There was a tech issue. Yeah, and then I missed the Pokemon trailer, and I went and looked at it. And I was just like, that's near enough the same one I've already seen anyway. But um, they came out the gates with Pokemon X and Y, showed us some new Pokemon, showed us a couple of new things, but overall much of the same stuff we have seen but at least this time though we did in fact get a proper release date yep. which is the 12th of October so um, I really am looking for this and apparently there's going to be a lot more customability of your character than has been shown yeah you can like change your hair and stuff because mm-hmm. like well. they showed you it was, it was like the PSS on like your bottom screen that will show you like your friends and your acquaintances and then passers-by mm-hmm. or people that are in the general vicinity that are on Wi-Fi. Right, I think he said that that was like a important part into it, you mm-hmm. know, something that's going to play a big... Uh, ideally, that's going to be like your spot pass thing. Mm-hmm. To, uh, See, know. the one thing I would love is, and there has actually been a group of people that have done it online, is free-to-play, is a multiplayer Pokemon game where like you can walk around each other's world. Oh, that, yeah. So I'm like, you know, I can understand them not going the full-blown route of massively multiplayer yeah but like if you were able to have a bit like animal crossing uh-huh. like someone comes over to your town so you could have a friend comes into your world and you yeah do whatever you want or mm-hmm. stuff like there's you know you know double battles and things like that where you two team up and face other people yeah that'd be something sweet to do game freak call me <laughs> uh, but no, it was good to see that we actually have a release date for that now, and uh, Chris will be getting X, I will be getting Y. Uh, after that, we had Super Mario 3D Worlds, and I was actually really, really confused with this when I first saw it, because <laughs> I was just like, is this Wii U or is this 3DS? Because 3D, you know, Super Mario 3D automatically yeah. makes you go, oh, 3DS. Yeah, that's what because that's the way it was. But effectively, what this is is this is like their new Super Mario, which yeah. isn't new. Yeah, that's effectively what it is. Yeah, is it's basically quickly changed the name. Yeah, it's a case of it's you can still go in three D, but it's not going to be three D effect. Uh-huh. And it's, that it's, and it looked really bizarre. I was looking at it. I was going like, oh, what Mario is a cat. Uh-huh. He's oh, right. Okay, I've seen him being. It's a just like right. Okay, it's just it's like just okay. Like, the last one we brought the Tanuki suit back. What can we do now? And it was just so weird when game trailers were interviewing Miyamoto, and they're like, um, "I have had a cat for the last year." So when the team put to me that we should possibly have Mario as a cat, I thought this is a good idea. And it's just like, it's just like. Mario was just getting a bit ridiculous now. It is a case of this is the main complaint everybody's going back to, but it's the way Nintendo's been for years is they keep going back to the well. They need to find this next revolutionary thing with Mario because you know we had Mario sixty four on you know uh, the sixty four, and it was revolutionary because first major three D Mario yeah grand 
platforms, all that sort of stuff, worlds. Then we had kind of the next step on from that, which was Sunshine on the GameCube, which was grand, it was bigger, it was grander, but very much still similar to 64 in its aspect, but mm-hmm. nice and big. Then we got the change up when we got to the Wii, we got Galaxy. Yeah. And it was completely different and radical. You still had still had your sort of levels that you go about, but there was the whole aspect of like these planets and orbs and flying about the place, all that stuff, and of course the Wii controls. But then you got Galaxy 2, and you're like, right, that's the same. <laughs> and then since they've gone to the Wii U, it's basically all been the new Super Mario Brothers style. It's all been the old style. It's it's because basically whenever they had the SNES, they had a 2D game and a 3D background. Mm. And they kind of thought, right, well, we'll stick with that formula. I think that's because people were crying out for the old kind of Mario. Mm-hmm. And then they did that. And then I was going Mario 3D Land. And then obviously there's new Mario Kart 8, mm-hmm. which I'm happy enough to see. But is that only a Wii U Mario Kart? Or is that for the 3DS as well? No, it's only, only Wii U. Yeah, but as as you said, you know, Mario Kart 8's announced and the big revelation is that there's now Defying Gravity. Uh, like a hoverboard stuff kind of things almost. That they kind of like can go up vertical walls and stuff like that. Which is kind of just, what actually put me in mind is they've just went, ah, you know what we do? We put F-Zero stuff in Mario Kart and that the cars can go up really steep, you know, vertical heights and do yeah. the loops and all this yeah. sort of stuff. And... It's just like, okay, fair enough, you know. Now, don't get me wrong, Mario Kart's Mario Kart. It's going to be enjoyable nonetheless. Yeah. But again, it's that simple thing as they've just went, what do we do, 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 do we go back, what, what, you know, and they go back to the Make well. Make ride a cat. You know, you, know you, you just go back to the well again. Now, we kind of expected it, but I just don't, I don't think it's maybe the right time for Mario Kart, to be honest. I think it is, but I think they missed a trick, um, like with the game that they announced later on, that they could have connectivity between the Wii, uh, Wii U and the 3DS, or just have it for either or, you know, the 3DS, and then mm-hmm. if you have it in the 3DS, you can upload that, your, your yeah. races and stuff, onto your Wii U, yeah. and use that kind but of that stuff. Was, that was announced for spring 2014, but when they say spring 2014, that could be anything right up until April. So you could be almost talking another year with this because yeah. at the end of the day we're in June, you know, April's ten months away, so it's far away. It's not going to be there for Christmas time. Then there is We Party U, uh, which uh, is for October, I think, um, which is just like yeah, wow. But it was another one that had been delayed because it was meant to be a summer release, so it had got delayed in the October. Uh, then they showed We Fit You, which was again meant to be uh, earlier and has again been delayed. <laughs> um, it was meant to be out for Christmas. It's been pushed back to next year. This is this is the thing. This is the, some of the big hurdles that have been happening with this console. Is it's been delay after delay because I think was Pikmin's been delayed like two three times. Yeah, and Scribble Knots has been delayed a couple of how times. Do you need as well. to, I'm sorry, but how do you need to delay Scribble Knots? Do you want to add more words? You know, <laughs> seriously, just let the game out. Go. You need stuff for this console desperately. Yeah, it just reminds me of whenever Connect came out, and like, there's no support for Connect mm-hmm. at all. And, and then there's this, no support for. The and Wii. then the next thing kind of emphasizes the Nintendo con. Well, you can't call it a conference. It's just Nintendo Direct. Um, 
is they were like, oh, you know, everybody's been doing these drawings on the Miiverse and things like that, using their gamepad to draw. So what we're going to do, we're going to release Art Academy for the Wii U. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, extremely exciting. Um, then they showed a third-party montage, which included Assassin's Creed 4, Batman, Deus Ex. So you've already got a Ubisoft game, um, another Batman game, which will be out on other consoles, Deus Ex, which is going to be a two-year-old game by the time that comes out. <laughs> uh, Disney Infinity, which has been in development for like the last age, because it was shown at last year's E3 as well. Disney Planes, which is a movie time game, which will be rubbish. Just Dance 2014, which is uh, your usual sort of thing, that's to be expected from Nintendo. Rayman Legends, which again kind of became like a token game and on Nintendo like consoles. Else anyway. uh, Scribble Knots, as you mentioned. Skylander Swap Force, which is going to be on every console anyway. Yep. Uh, Sonic Lost World, which just looks like they've taken Sonic and put him in Mario Galaxy. Uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist, which is again on other consoles. And Watch Dogs. So if you look back through that list, there's uh, four Ubisoft titles. And as you kind of mentioned briefly earlier, Ubisoft has decided to scale down their games for the Wii U until Nintendo get their act together and uh, you know have the you know cojones, so to say, to actually drop the console's price. Yeah. Because Ubisoft literally came out and said the sales are not good enough. No, and then supermarkets and stuff had slashed like fifty pounds or whatever off the mm-hmm. price of it. But then only did that for a certain period of time. I think I think the price will be down for Christmas. I think that with like Sony, Sony have cornered the at at the moment of talking, Sony have cornered the next gen market, but not never the handhelds. Whereas Nintendo are the opposite; they've conquered the handhelds, but never they've never had the glory days of the N sixty four with the home console. Yeah, you know. Well, sorry, the Wii, did, the Wii, the Wii No, did, that's what I was about did. to say. The Wii had sales. Yeah. But to us as gamers, yeah. like the N64 and GameCube were far more enjoyable times. Yeah. Um, it's because since then it's kind of been gimmick after gimmick after gimmick. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, right, you know, the big thing for Wii U was oh, yeah, you know, you've got the Wii U gamepad and that'll allow you to, you know, stream your games to, you know, your pad from the console if you have to you know if someone well, has to, just, if someone has to use the TV but I have no Wii U and I kid you not right my Wii U was sitting in my room which is directly above you know my big wooden table in the kitchen <laughs> it's my room's right above there and I brought the gamepad down and was sitting right below my room and it wouldn't even connect I heard it well, from what Nintendo said, you were able, you should have been able to take like that if you had your Wii U hooked up and you took that pad out of your house and had it on a train, oh, it would have no. worked. Oh no, nowhere like that. I don't understand why they just didn't say, instead, here's an upscaled Wii and a 3DS mm-hmm. XL as part of it and yeah. use those two together mm-hmm. and link those two. Because you already had mm-hmm. two entities there that you yeah. could use that are, were successful and exactly. instead you just went and balls mm. it all <laughs> make sure to open that laptop again in a second because we don't want it shutting down <laughs> oh it doesn't shut down oh it doesn't that's okay because no. mine does automatically after a couple of minutes if I do that no mine doesn't um, but uh, I'm going to give you peace of mind <laughs> I know I just I don't want to I just don't want us to ramble on for another wee while well we'll ramble on for an hour and 15 minutes I know it's glorious 
Um, <laughs> then there was an eShop montage, which is well really exciting. I am sorry, but Nintendo's eShop is one of the worst shops on the DS and that the I've ever seen. Yeah, I paid four forty nine for Mega Man. It's ridiculous, like you know the amount of money they want you to spend for you know an original I Game Boy game. I wouldn't mind unless they put on friggin' um, SNES games because the three DS can handle it. Ma- that's what I was about to say. If you could put SNES games on the three DS, you'd be quids in. People yeah, would love exactly. that stuff. Um, move the stuff over from the Wii onto that. And I'm sure the three DS can easily run sixty four as well because sure you even had flipping Mario sixty four on DS. Three DS is going to happen. Yeah, or you have the HD Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Again, Nintendo Colors will help. Uh, after that, you had kind of the one sort of one of the sort of glimmers of happiness in the Nintendo conference. But again, it's a rehash. It's a reboot. It's an HD upgrade. It's the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, which is coming out in October. Um, now they say October could get delayed again. You never know at this aspect <laughs> of things. Um, but it does, it does look lovely. It does look very good, but at the end of the day, I've got a GameCube version, so I'm not going to go out. And no, this is the thing. Day, it's not going to get people to buy their kids a Wii the U for Christmas. The only thing that would do that is if you were to do an HD remake of that and you were to have like a re- really, really brief demo of what the new Zelda would be like, that mm. would sell stuff. I like they did with the. Uh, yeah, they did that with yeah, the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <coughs> looks lovely, but wouldn't be a purchase that would make me buy the Wii U. Then again, another update. Look at Pikmin Three saying, "Oh, don't worry, it is actually still coming out." Um, <laughs> that was the one game that I was actually thinking of holding on my Wii U for, um, but it just got to the point of. I couldn't hold on to it any longer. I just thought, right, if I hold on to this console any longer, the price will eventually be coming down not too far in the distant future and I'll get nothing for it worthwhile. And basically after this Nintendo conference bar sort of one game, uh, which will be obvious when you hear it, everybody, <laughs> um, I was really, really glad I got rid of my Wii U when I did. Because I can live without the likes of Mario Kart and all that sort of stuff because I have it from a 3DS. So... The new Mario Kart isn't as revolutionary, you know, or anything, so I'm happy enough. Then we got to see uh, a trailer for The Wonderful 101, which has in no way interested me as at all. That's, no, it's a but really, then, it's a really um, weird game. Reggie was... Um, he loved, he's in love with it. <coughs> because some, the guy from Game Trailers was asking him about, you know, like, um, is Nintendo in trouble, blah, blah, blah. And instead of saying SKUs, he went, how many, you know, like, SKUs? What, what do, you, is, do you think is the top selling SKU? And it goes like, well, Mario probably. And went, that's correct. And he said, yes, but you're relying too much on Mario. And he says, like, there's no third party. You know, there's no other. There's no alternatives. You know, alternatives. And then he said about the wonderful 101, it's got, you know, a like, new IP and stuff. And it's like, but it'll not do anything. I know. I doubt that'll sell much like at all, no, but that's due out in September, so that's kind of I'll that's I think that's that's walking straight into the hellfire. That's going to be GTA Five in September. Oh God! So I'm sorry, that's not going to get anything at all. Uh, there was footage for Ben Editor. Wow, exciting! Uh, then there was a newly announced game called X from uh, Monolith Soft. Um, it's 
tied into your favourite game that we got to review on the Wii, Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, so uh, instead of looking like uh, PS2 graphics, it'll look like a very poor PS3 game then. Yay! Because it's on the Wii U now. Uh, then, okay, we've got... Well, sorry, this and the next one are the real two shining stars. The, well, probably the only two shining stars at a Nintendo's conference. The first one is, like I said, the obvious one that's the only game that would make me semi-regret trading in a Wii U, and that is Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Looks absolutely gorgeous in HD graphics. It really, really does. Uh, you have the addition of Dixie Kong. They've brought in another character again, which is lovely. But at the end of the day, you know, am I overly heartbroken? Not particularly. At the end of the day, it's nothing really. It's not one that I'm going to. With going Nintendo like, doing the amount of reha- not rehashes, but the amount of um, sequels and stuff that Nintendo are doing, I can see it being shrunk down and put it on the 3DS. Eventually, because, yeah. Within, uh, within a year. Because I think Donkey Kong Returns has done well for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what it. I actually think it looks a lot nicer on the 3DS than it did in the Wii. Because you're actually using a pad as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, is, which is the only other good thing that I was like, oh, that would be amazing for Wii U is because you could use the gamepad probably mine, but I saw they were demoing it to people on stage but using the remote nunchuck, and I was just like, no. It's like, no, please. Oh, uh, but I could see that happen. I could see they're bringing it out in the 3DS. But this looks like this is going to be Nintendo's game for Christmas to try and coax people in because it's meant to be getting a November release date. Um, But again, I don't see it being one that will grab people enough to go, oh yeah, come and buy the Wii U. If they were like to bundle it with the console or something like that and have the console slightly cheaper, perhaps, but I don't think so. Uh, Final thing from Nintendo Direct... Uh, was surprise surprise Super Smash Brothers for both the Wii U and the 3DS and as always Smash Brothers headed out the park with their trailer yeah I thought it looked very very neat I loved, it, I loved the Wii opening bit just like it was like they showed all the guys and flashed up the logos of all the games and, yeah. and you were just like <gasps> and then, of yeah. course I marked out when Star Fox was up and all. Oh, well, you can probably guess what the two things where I marked out, oh, which yeah. I will cover now because obviously, with the majority of all the Smash Brothers games that they release, they released new characters. So, with Smash Brothers um, Brawl, you had um, Snake. I, I know the one you marked out at. Snake. So, um, the first one you saw was it came up and said, um, New Challenger awaits, and it was actually the villager from Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. So you see him like um, digging up stuff and you know things like that. So it's that was great. When I laughed the way he just ran through the village, it was like okay. yeah. So I thought that that was really cool. But the big one was like um, it was kind of like a character standing on top of a rock, mm-hmm. and I went, I know who that is. Oh, I, I could yeah. see the way the hair was going. I went, I know who that is. And then the helmet comes down. Mm-hmm. It was Mega Man. I loved the way that Mega Man had been beaten up, but you kind of saw like that almost like Pikachu the electricity going through and the kind of the lights flickering and then it went solid yeah Yeah, I thought that was really really good and because he's he's a big that's a big deal he's a big um, character you know to have and one of my favourite franchises obviously uh, with me saying that I've just bought Mm -hmm. for the 3DS um, but that will be a major coup it was quite it was quite funny watching uh, Pixel Dan's reaction on Twitter because he's a big Mega Man <laughs> yeah. fan as well and just seeing him react to the fact that Mega Man's going to be in Smash Brothers was hilarious 
Um, but I thought you were excited about one other character. Oh no, because I wasn't announced then, so I didn't find that out till later on. So I had to come home. But did that blow your mind? I had to come home, and I, I actually had to change my um, underwear because I'd wet myself with excitement. Um, of course, we are talking about everybody. The big exclusive thing that Nintendo had been hyping up and going, oh no, no, we can't talk to you about that until the official announcement, was the fact that a new challenger approaches in the form of Wii Fit Lady. Why? Why Nintendo? You can go and get many other amazing things to put in Smash Brothers, but oh no, you go and decide, oh, we'll put Wii Fit Lady in it. Yeah, smart move. But no, the Smash Brothers stuff was really, really good. It looked fantastic, and um, um, it, we've completely forgot. We keep saying that, oh yeah, it looks really, really nice, but we keep forgetting the fact that it is 3DS as well. Oh yeah, yeah, because is, they actually made a so point to send that, you know, because... 3DS is just going to be epic. Um, to have a handheld Smash Brothers. Somebody was saying that they don't think the bottom screen will be touch screen. I went, no, I think that because with the majority of Smash Brothers levels has got many tiers, yeah. that the bottom screen, you then you can jump up and then you'll be on the top screen mm. and stuff like I that. Th- I think you're right, probably. Um, now, everybody had been hoping for connectivity between these two, but apparently um, the creators came out and said, no, there isn't going to be any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just three different games. It's because levels are going to be different, movesets yeah. are going to be different stuff. The only thing I thought that they maybe could have done then, if they weren't going to be proper full-blown connectivity, is maybe like trophies that you could get from one game over the other, like if you were linked in that way. Yeah. Sort of thing, you know, that's nothing over the top. It could be easily done. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's a trophy that's exclusively in... The 3DS then game, you could have you had it in the Wii U then. But then you could have had the 3DS link up to the Wii U pad mm-hmm. rather than, you know, playing on the TV. Yeah. But, but no, um, 3DS one will be fantastic. It'll definitely be one I'll be picking up anyway. Yep. Right, and we've been going for about an hour and a half, so are we going to go through all the games that were here? Or oh, don't worry, EA's one short, so you won't have to worry about that. Because okay, <laughs> I don't want to bore everyone. Oh, no, no, it'll be another 20 minutes or so at the most um, um, but anyway uh, Nintendo's one uh, was not overly that an amazing one um, I gave it a smaller C so I did so I think that's fair to say it's middle of the park I think it's the majority of stuff we knew about anyway you mm-hmm. know like um, Pokemon and you know like Bayonetta 2 was announced whenever um, the console was actually mm-hmm. launched yeah so um, there's you know, and again, like, there's like, nothing fresh from yeah. Nintendo. Like I said, I'm glad I got rid of my Wii U. So I'm glad I have a 3DS now. You know, like oh yeah, with the likes of Animal Crossing and stuff. Have you only noticed something that's sitting there? Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering how long that would take you. So that's taking. No, I glanced. Years. No, I glanced earlier, and I was like, "That looks like that's what I think it is." But I wasn't going to overly pay much attention to it. Yeah. <laughs> because of what we were talking about earlier, I decided to get that and trade ah, my Xbox in. I decided to get a 320 gig one. Oh, very nice. So don't worry, The Last of Us is that sitting there is actually mine. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine, don't worry. Um, but yeah, Nintendo very much middle of the road. So, next up, the other uh, conference that we got to see around at mine on Monday night 
which was EA, and they kicked things off with a whittle, a whittle, uh, a whittle, <laughs> a whittle, uh, uh, a sneaky little, a whittle, you. A sle- sneaky little bit of deception um, in the form of uh, the start of their trailer for their first game. Started off very much like Battlefield. Yeah, because we're like, oh, it's sort of sort of developers yeah, and stuff. That sort of sort of speaker rumbling noise. Said like dice and all. Yeah, and then it came up. Plants vs Zombies, Garden Warfare, and we were all just sitting there going, what is going on? And then it got even worse by the guy that came out to start talking about it. He was wearing like the zombie head, and yeah. then he was just overly excited, and then tried to make jokes that were And then terrible. at the end, he went, oh, by the way, I forgot there's a new game coming, Peggle 2, and jumped up, and everyone went, yeah, and we were like, what? I was like, okay, away with you. <laughs> uh, then they showed Titanfall again, uh, so they did, which... Um, Again, much of a muchness. We already seen uh, the vast majority of that in the Xbox conference. Um, you think it would have came up with a wee bit extra, even though. But uh, then, then the next one. I had been sitting and I'd been flicking through Twitter, and we were on a stream, and it had been, you know, you know, buffering every now and again. So we were about a minute or two behind everything, and I hadn't been paying attention to Twitter, and then I just so happened to flick it on, and just see my entire stream just freaking out at what the <laughs> game was and I just look up to the screen and I just see this snowstorm and I'm just like aha no I'm what had happened was you turned over to me and I had my phone in my hand and you went no put your phone down don't look at Twitter uh-huh. put your phone down and I put my phone down and I went why and he went just shut watch. up and watch and then I watched and then you just heard this you just heard this ping noise laser, you heard the lasers and then you just heard this and the snow speeder coming down and then the big ad foot coming down and I just freaked out and I said Star Wars Battlefront it was the greatest 23 second trailer I've uh-huh. ever seen it was and just everyone in the audience just went nuts see to be quite it. honest see the amount of time DICE have had they did really good to have a 20 second trailer rather mm-hmm. the amount of time like they have had um, the licence from LucasArts is ridiculously short so for them to have the time to throw something like that together yeah no matter 20 seconds is phenomenal and um, just to hear the lasers and then just to hear the wom 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 of the flipping yeah. snow speeders shooting past and then the at at but then because we were busy sort of kind of freaking out when it was happening at the end when you saw the Battlefront logo come up I, when I went back to watch it again just hearing the wee droid noise yeah when the logo's up it's just like you're I just, you're find just, that I went for I actually put my headset on and mm-hmm. listened through there and it's just like when you I, start, I, it's just like, when I heard, I like oh. <laughs> it's just like oh that's brilliant it really kind of bigged it up so it did um, but see if EA get that right if DICE get that right with that game online that'll just be absolutely as you said you know like because you have four different classes so imagine like if you had four people and you're all just you know, like you know, one sniper, one's running and running, gunning, and the other one's doing that, and yeah. the third one's kind of just you know picking them off as they come outside yeah. and things like that. That for me, you know, like I know people have their Call of Duty and battle, battlefields and stuff, but that for me will be my biggest online game mm-hmm. um, because not to blow on trumpet, but I was really good at the <laughs> Xbox ones. You know, like whenever I played online, I've always been like the top two or three yeah you know so but yeah no that was definitely I think uh, that for me was I think that, that was the highlight of EA that was highlight of E3 for me was that oh no that was a big deal like to see that EA have already jumped on 
you know the bandwagon yeah. and are going for it with a Star Wars game is fantastic. Um, it is a shame though that we didn't see them saying thirteen thirteen's coming back, but never know. Um, after that, we had a trailer for Need for Speed Rivals, which, to be quite honest, wasn't overly impressive. It was just like, yep, another Need for Speed. And then went here's Need for I Speed movie. I, I don't think right. Need for Speed's going to impress me anymore like it used to. Because remember, remember that trailer that came out a couple of years ago, the Hot Pursuit one. Yeah. That it had that um, really big rock track, and it was just the big like Lamborghini. Yeah. In police colours tearing it down like this mm-hmm. road in the desert and that music was going it was just like that is phenomenal you know that was a perfect trailer for it whereas this year just like I think ge- sometimes generic cars driving about I think sometimes they just kind of rest on rest on their laurels yeah I kind of just go like right okay well we'll just use that Plus, that is kind of EA in a sort of yeah. you know nutshell really um, as long as they don't start doing yearly Star Wars games Star Wars 15 <laughs> I wouldn't mind that if they were good. <laughs> if they were good. Yep. Um, but yeah, as, as you said, we got a look at the movie, which, to be quite honest, looks like a cheap rip-off of an original Fast and the Furious movie, 13 years too late. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is that how long that's been out? Jeez. Yeah, for like, was it like 2001, something like that, I think. Um, but after that, we had a game that was uh, something for Natalie, which was Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, what did we think of this? Uh, apparently there was a big deal towards uh, to do with the character he came up at the end mm-hmm. um, from what a, a girl in work was saying to me she's a big Dragon Age fan as well um, but I've never really been uh, we're, you know, we're, we're more massive we're, we're, Dragon Age the girls are into the past we're into the future yeah, one <laughs> it's quite funny that but um, mine Natalie's into the both of them so yeah you know like it, it would be a case of that's going to be quite a big one but apparently if you hadn't played the last one mm-hmm. completely then that kind of spoiled a bit of it because mm-hmm. there's something to do with that character not oh, being so spoiler, spoiler or, tastic or something like that I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure but um, after that we had Battlefield 4 which again we've, we'd already seen in the Xbox conference but I it think actually it worked this time it actually worked this time yes that's correct uh, we then got a whole slew of sports related ones are like oh here's NBA oh, UFC they brought out Dana White and some of their champions and stuff. But now the UFC one was pretty cool like because they actually got Bruce Buffer although to for some announcing. reason they touted they were touting that that was an exclusive to PS4 for a while really there was rumours going around that that was a PS4 exclusive mm. and then um, it came out and I was just I like doubt it. EA doing an exclusive catch yourself on aye and I doubt Sony's going to shell out 60 million just for UFC yeah, like but, um, Xbox did for yeah. Titanfall, uh, but then you had Madden and FIFA, and it's just like, yeah, whatever, guys. No NHL because it's not next gen. They're not doing next gen to next year for that, so I think that's why they just didn't bother to show it at all. Mm. Um, but then the kind of final thing that EA kind of signed off with was Mirror's Edge Two, which again has been one a bit like Kingdom Hearts that a lot of people have been after. I don't understand it's, that. It's, it's I never no don't get me wrong I've never played the original one, but I was just like all right it's free running okay. I just didn't get it to be honest with you. No. I just didn't not that I didn't get the game. I just didn't understand why it's being so highly sought after whenever you've mm-hmm. got other franchises there that need to be resurrected yeah. you know um, Kingdom Hearts you know being one of them um, but um, no just like whether we'll see I thought I honestly thought with Sony's one that we would have seen another Resistance game 
you know, like it would have got a kill zone, but I thought yeah. Sony would have come out and said, here's a resistance game uh, to go with the console, kind of to mark that they did it with the PS3 and they're mm, going to do it with the yeah. PS4 as well. Yeah, no, totally. Um, again, I would probably rate EA's conference. A star, mm, first uh, time with I actually, I actually rated a B minus, but simply because Star Wars. Yeah, I'll because if, say that see because if, if that see if that had been a normal conference and Star Wars hadn't been it, it would have been a complete again down the middle C. But simply because Star Wars was in it, it just got it sort of the yeah. end of the. I think it's bracket. because of the amount of sports games that would, none of us really. That's what get drags it, away from it. Gives a crap about. I think probably if you were to say the best conference out of all of them would probably be Ubisoft. Yep, which is why it's been safe to last. Mm-hmm. The last uh, last year it blew me out the water and I loved it, and this year it kind of did the same for everybody. And before we start, like I was talking to Alan and Natalie, mm-hmm. and I said that girl looks really familiar. You know, like she's a really really gorgeous girl, lovely um, lovely Aisha. Yeah, and I said she looks really familiar, and I said to Natalie, you know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of the girl who played. Um, Ro- uh, girl who went out with Ross and then went out with Joey. I can't remember the character's name. I think it was maybe Michelle or Sandy, something like that. And then I looked it up on IMDb, and then I said to Natalie, "The reason why it looks like her is because it she, is her." Yeah, because she was you know, friends. So yeah. you know, um, she's a hell of a tall girl. She is indeed, but, but she's very funny. I find yeah, she knows her stuff as well. You know, like which is. Um, what you want, you know, like with her, you know, taking it, it seems to take an interest. It's not like an actor they've just paid, like if you were to get a Maria Menounos to go there, and then she would know her, you know. Apparently, she's on an episode of Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. Yes, it's a new one. And I'm she was actually on an episode of Hell's Kitchen that I was watching. Seriously? I, 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 it's it's like, go away, love. But um, I haven't said that. The one before that's Trish Stratus, so. Mm, true. Um, but yes, as Chris mentions, Aisha Taylor is back as host for the second year and was extremely happy with that. I don't get this whole thing. She got damned quite a bit in the previous year. So she did by some people saying, oh, she wasn't funny, whereas I find her completely funny. Um, and of course, she wore the t-shirt this year, which was hashtag girlwood, which was the, a term she had uh, spoke previous year mm-hmm. she's like oh that gives me girlwood and it's just like oh <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, straight out the gate we had Rocksmith 2014 edition which is just like okay yeah fine you know we get it that's that's grand you do that but uh, then you had Splinter Cell Blacklist um, which it feels like it's been around forever now I remember the first demo of that was whenever he was wearing like the hoodie mm-hmm. and he's kind of going through like the it's almost like a playground mm-hmm. and that kind of thing and thinking that looks really dark and then mm-hmm. kind of the, the totally totally changed it then uh, so you see then uh, last year they showed the bit where like you know he's in the sun it's like a deserty mountain place sort of and then he's behind behind and he's whistling at people and all that sort of stuff so it has gone sort of back to its roots and again another voice actor change like Metal Gear because Jeremy Irons was the guy who'd always voiced uh, you know him I did not know that that was Jeremy Irons the legend that is Jeremy Irons um, where are my pigeons now and then uh, they've changed him to some new guy as well um, just seems like this play swapsies and bringing the young guys <laughs> Mind, not that uh, Jeremy Irons not that is that young well not that Sutherland's young either you well know. he's probably younger than Irons mm-hmm. so but uh, after that we had Rayman Legends which is coming out in September 
This is becoming sort of yearly thing, but it does look interesting. The yeah. graphics were a wee bit different, so they were this yeah. time. So that's it. And plus, he started off with like it started off with like it almost looked like a sequel to Brave with the like kind the of wee the girl sort of thing. Yeah. Girl, yeah. But no, it looked good. It's always fun. Uh, then there was a nice, pleasant surprise. Uh, was the the mighty quest for epic loot? Oh, is that the one to do with that? Um, kind of like the. Like they were filming the dude, uh-huh. and he's going like, "This is George," or whatever his wee pet was called. Yeah, I find it actually I really, it really funny. It, g- it made it gave me chuckles, like so it did, um, and just like he starts swearing, and there's beeps and all going off. It's like it's really a good laid back one, but I think it's one that um, you can go to. I think it's was questforloot.com, and you can like sign up to get into the close beta or something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, if anybody's interested in that, they can do that. Then we had South Park, The Stick of Truth, which, thank goodness, at least we see that it's still it's oh. on its way. Well, it's holiday yeah. this year or next but year. I, or I, did love, I did love the joke at the end, like, you know, coming this holiday season or yeah. some holiday season, yeah. as you know, with the gaming industry. Um, but no, that, that trailer as well did give me a laugh, like just when uh, Stan's dad's saying you know, I'm going to teach you the Nagasaki fart yeah, oh. and, uh, you know, and if it's done correctly it'll make you go ooh it's just like Nagasaki but at the same time he's like spinning in the air and it's like <laughs> and it's like then the one thing you do you sorry the one thing you never ever do is fart in a guy's balls it's just like the most random stuff but that's South Park for you uh, but it would be one I could be interested in actually trying uh, then next up, yeah, hey, um, this is the driving game that kind of blew other driving it's just games one out that of the I water. Can't keep, I can't stop watching it. No, no, I can't get the name stuck in my head. I've been talking to people the crew? about it. Yeah, I know, but every time I go to mention, it, it's like the oh god, the hell, I can't remember. What the one with all the cars. Yeah, um, Fast and Furious racing. I know, game. but that's the thing. It actually appears like the closest game. That could probably be like Fast and the Furious. Now I know they did release a Fast and the Furious game recently. <laughs> oh, three out of ten. Oh, seriously, does? Yeah. Um, but it's a really, really cool idea. The trailer was gorgeous. Now mm-hmm. it was CGI, definitely, but they did then follow it up with in-game footage. So yep. that's all good. Um, but uh, in an interview afterwards, they basically one of the guys sat down and says, you know. Um, people play the likes of their Warcraft games online, online, you know, these massively multiplayer online role-playing games, you know, MMORPGs, he says, we refer to this as an MMO car PG, because uh-huh. so, it's going to be basically a massively multiplayer online game with cars. And then you've got the use of your tablet and phone in it, where you can actually design your car and all yeah, that kind of stuff. exactly, so, but, that, I think that be, but I think that can, I think that's actually done now, you can go and do that now, is, um, go and start designing cars and stuff like that that you might be able to use in the game or something like that pardon me um, no how dare you but um, no I love the idea that you know they say, there's going, they say there's going to be a single player but then there's also going to be a completely separate story where if you literally just you and your friends are on together mm-hmm. you can go through the storyline together and uh, Natalie says she's already well down for that yes she, she says uh uh, that our crew's name has to be the Spectres. It's funny. So, so like Mass Effect. Um, but uh, no, it it really was impressive. They really looked like they've been putting some major it effort was, into it. It's something. It's something that 
you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing I can kind of compare it to is test drive, but even then, it's a case of you racing other cars. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is kind of case of like Hawaii for yeah, test drive. You this know? means that you've uh, you have three big towns in this, don't you? Well, no. See, this thing. I think we need to see more information about it, but they literally, sh- the way they showed it was a big map and that you can literally zoom in at any place in the United States. Now, how accurate it is, I don't know as yet, but they were saying the way the game starts out, the game starts in like Central America, sort of Detroit, where, you know, the main yeah. car industry was, uh, you know, Detroit, Chicago, all that sort of stuff. And then you unlock the East Coast, so New York, all that sort of stuff, you know, Florida. Mm-hmm. Then you unlock the West Coast, you know, San Francisco, LA, and Vegas. Yeah. You know, so all those places are going to be, you know, able to be going to New York, Florida, Miami, Vegas, all those things. Because um, they showed a clip in the gameplay footage, and you were like, you could see way, way off in the distance, you're in like the desert, and you see way, way in the distance. Uh, Vegas and they're like yeah you can actually just drive the whole way down there and you know have a drag race down the strip in LA in Vegas and you're just like seriously all the way over there and it just it really did look phenomenal it's just something that you know you don't it's you, different yeah it's, it's something different it's something appealing and I think that's why it kind of resonated with us is because mm-hmm. you know especially with the Fast and the Furious just being out like a couple of weeks beforehand mm-hmm. I I think it was the thing in that trailer that just made us go well that's really like Fast and the Furious yeah. was the bit because you see them they've just come off the 4x4 and you see the Lamborghinis there and the then they change a thing on one of the cars so it has like this big sort of bumper ram at the mm-hmm. front of it you see the other three cars shoot off around the front of the truck they do handbrakes they drift around the front of it flash their lights on to blind the driver then the other car comes up, bangs the back of it, and it starts flipping over a bit like the bus in Fast, uh, Fast uh, Furious, so yeah. the fourth one. Yeah. So it was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Um, but uh, I can't wait to see more of that. I can't wait to play it. To be yeah. honest with you, I think that's going to be one. The good thing is it's early. They've said it's early twenty fourteen. So mm, that's good. Hopefully not too long. January first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Uh, then we had Watch Dogs, so Watch Dogs, this looked outstanding, we actually got to see a lot more in-game stuff this year. Um, we got a nice, beautiful CGI trailer, which was really impactful, it was just, um, it was like you just saw this guy in a coat walking down the street and he walks into this dodgy club and you see that, oh, it's like human trafficking sort of mm-hmm. thing, all these girls, and you see Aidan Pierce is uh, getting involved and he's using his phone and he's turning the sprinklers on and downloading the information all that stuff and then um, he you know, shoots the guy in the leg cause, and then he hears the police coming so he goes to leave and he gets out into the alleyway and the police stop him and he uses the phone he blackouts the place yeah. and he gets away that way and then onto the main screens around the place a bit like Times Square sort of thing he has your guy's video going and says you know I am watching you mm-hmm. uh, so, he's, um, or hand- we are watching you no he's something. getting handcuffed by yeah. the police because you see him on the TV yeah, it's just like we are watching yeah. you or I am That's watching very you clever. and then they showed <laughs> a little dig connect there yeah. <laughs> on <the> Xbox <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then they demoed about 8 minutes worth of gameplay which again was just outstanding because you actually got to see the blackout feature full and proper in mm-hmm. gameplay and it's just like you, because you're in Chicago, so it's a proper town, and you and you recognize it from seeing it in movies like of you know Batman and stuff, Dark Knight, and you just see all the guns go off, tuk, 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 all the lights just going off, and you're like, okay, this game's going to be good. Um, but again, it was another one that was tablet stuff yeah. involved because you saw it in the gameplay that you'd like rescued your friend, 
and then you have to try and escape the area and you're standing there in the middle of the road and you just see poof, this big helicopter light comes on and you can apparently get your friend to go on their tablet and they can like hack into the helicopter <laughs> and try and you know stop Override the helicopter it, yeah. from getting you and then you see him running back down the road and basically you just say again the guy in the tablet is do 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 and you know the sort of road ballers come up from the ground and you just see the police car smash into them and all and it's just like that's going to be an interesting use of a tablet uh, the game we're going to talk probably the least about uh, Just Dance 2014 kind of says everything itself Ghostbusters uh, Ghostbusters in it <laughs> you know that'll do us uh, next up was Rabbit's Invasion which is going to be like an interactive TV show sort of thing but that looks like that's only going to be on Xbox One yeah, it kind of just looks like it says Me Street 1 that it's, was for yeah, it's going to be one for the kids so uh, enough about that uh, again Assassin's Creed 4 got some more stuff uh, two brand new trailers there was a, another CGI one and there's a musical one stuff like that uh, so it looked good again uh, then we got uh, Trials Fusion slash Frontier so stuff for uh, next gen consoles and mobile uh, so nothing overly drastic there but then to sign off they did a sort of you know one last thing aspect. I was almost thinking this was going to be Rainbow Six Patriots yeah Natalie thought this was going to be Rainbow Six um, <sighs> and we're watching through it and we're like what's this this is looking interesting it was very much done the sort of opening footage for it was very much like Watchdogs last year. It was very mysterious. Yeah, it's just like and you know and this will happen and stuff and you know and there's going to be an infection yada yada yada, um, and then it's uh, you know it comes into the gameplay footage after that, and it's a you know a couple of folks walking down uh, the street and they're sort of their gear, their you know their guns and stuff. They get round to an area. They're going to like a police station, and then again. In comes a tablet player mm-hmm. and like sup- you know supplies air support with like you know EAV thing like a wee, just a wee mini helicopter sort of thing and it lays down gunfire and stuff for them and then their mate goes away again. So I think all these sort of bringing tablets into it, I think is going to be a good idea. Do you want to say what the name is of the game? It's called. Oh, okay. Because they don't reveal it. This is the thing. They didn't reveal it until after the gameplay. So I'm doing it in the same fashion. Oh, all right. Okay. You think? I need to know now. But uh, they played through and you saw them taking the police station and then. Um, you see they've called for an extraction they've done the whole flare thing again a bit like Dead Rising put mm-hmm. the flare in the sky to get picked up and uh, they start getting attacked then and then that's kind of when the trailer starts you know sort of going to a satellite view and it rises up and you see that they're on uh, they're opposite Manhattan Island so they are in New York and uh, it zooms out and then you see it comes up uh, the division and then it slowly displays that it is in fact Tom Clancy's The Division so um, that was a nice pleasant surprise and it actually does look very very interesting again yeah it does that for me was another that was like the the crew I was going to say the chase for some reason <laughs> the chaser um, <laughs> with Bradley it was like the crew was like it was something really unexpected mm-hmm. but something I was very it does very beginning this you know we don't know what it is you know they had the whole mystery at the start and then it just and I thought as well at the end it was very smart when they displayed the logos the way it just came up originally the division so everybody's like oh right okay yeah and then flash the Tom Clancy bit above it and you're like oh right okay mm-hmm. this is serious enough so that was kind of this year's watchdog uh, so it was it was kind of your sort of surprise um, 
and they're 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 obviously they're obviously fairly worked on that. So you know, I was going to say that they obviously knew what they're doing because Watch Dogs was the talk of E three last year, and then this new one here. Mm. um, What is Patriots? No, the the division. division, Patriots is Rainbow. Sorry. obviously that was kind of the talk of this E3 as well because mm-hmm. again it's something that nobody has known about yes you know and especially in this day of the internet and stuff it's nice to have surprises like that come out no definitely um, so I, d- I, d- I think that's going to be another one that'll be getting picked out um, and luckily enough Natalie doesn't have to worry too much because apparently Rainbow Six is still in development yeah. according to Ubisoft so it's not the end of the world I think maybe they've just seen this opportunity with the division and just went Right. Okay, we'll go with this first then. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was it they explained about Rainbow? They said something about it kind of got caught in limbo between this generation and the next generation. They were like, it would be better on the next generation. So they kind of just put her to the side a wee bit. But that's Ubisoft all over because look at Ghost Recon. Look how often that was delayed. The Ghost Recon, the latest one, the um, I can't remember what one it's called. Um, look how long that was delayed because in Splinter Cell um, Conviction there was actually a sticker on it and said beta arrived oh, in summer summer 2010 and that was and, to like what? and that was two years later that yeah, was like it was ridiculous like I remember that and we had posters with the old dates and all on it as well yes that's right and then Driver it was pushed back as well the oh, only no. one that they never pushed back is Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. that's the only one they never ever pushed back but everything that's, else that's, be- that's because they explained right <laughs> it's something I read in an article earlier today that they actually have three more Assassin's Creed games already in development but unlike with EA right you know the way EA just churns everything out year after year after year after year and it's just yeah. bang 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 and you don't really see over you know over all these crazy differences basically it's Eve uh, Eve Gilmott the guy who's ahead of Ubisoft explained right he says what we do is it's in a different studio of ours across the world getting developed he says so that when they're developing that game they have two or three years mm-hmm. until that game is released so proper development is in fact going into the game yeah but it just seems like we have them coming out like EA says but in fact it's different parts of our studio <coughs> working at them as long as they years. don't take as long as they like releasing Aliens, Colonial Marines or Duke Nukem oh, because whenever you take that long then look at the results that's, of that. That is, that is the sad thing like isn't it really when you think about it those were two games and everybody was just like oh yes. Now don't get me wrong I enjoyed Duke Nukem but it was completely dated like so it was uh-huh. but I think that's almost partially why I enjoyed it, it was the fact that it was just like oh, I'm playing the old Duke yeah. Nukem but enough that's Duke Nukem that's the past mm-hmm. uh, quite literally um, but uh, that's the Ubisoft conference and I gave it an A plus <laughs> I'm just biased completely so um, but no they really were the most impressive conference at uh, E3 and uh, you know kind of the final thing uh, you know obviously PlayStation won overall in the grand scheme of things uh but um, let's just say Microsoft's public opinion and image has been severely dented considering normally after these big E3 things you know um, there's always a post-conference interview with the main person who was hosting it and they refused to do their conference interviews this year so 
Sony did theirs, Ubisoft did theirs, EA did theirs, Microsoft cancelled everything. I think one of the guys, I can't remember who it was, actually appeared on the Sony podcast, mm-hmm. like one of the big bugs, mm-hmm. um, because they were asking him, you know, like, how much are the games going to be? Apparently the games are going to be about 55 quid each. Oh dear. Now this is for everything, I uh, think. You know, I think this is EA have come out and said this, mm-hmm. so... We shall see. We shall see. Um, it'll get competitive again eventually. Yeah. But um, yeah, Microsoft, you know, normally would do proper one to ones with the press. Um, it's actually you know take them through everything and give them proper in depth interview about it. Um, whereas this year, all those were cancelled, and it, that resulted apparently, as in the press swarming the Xbox stands mm-hmm. at E three. And you know, just the normal people that are there at the stands that you know are just there to know the general information. They're not yeah. actual proper full big Xbox bigwigs. Yeah, they're just there to sort of oh, this is this game, this does this, this and this. They were getting absolutely just pummeled with questions. You know, like they were you know official Microsoft spokespeople. Mm-hmm. It apparently just didn't go down well. Well, we'll have more coverage on that uh, later on in the year. Whoop whoop! If you want to um, kind of break the news of that. Yes, uh, to round everything up, everybody, um, we shall be attending in September in London, England. We're coming back. <laughs> um, we're back. Um, we shall be attending Eurogamer Expo at the uh, what do we call it? Oh, my mouse just went. Um, where we went and saw Doctor Who and all, it's the exact same place actually. Earl's um, Court? Earl's Court, yeah. Uh, exact same place in this exhibition centre. Um, so it's effectively going to be um, where all this sort of stuff that's kind of been shown at E3 is going to rock up, probably at a later stage, mm-hmm. which is all good with me because apparently there was no hands on demo with Watchdogs at E3. Well, it was behind the door stuff, there was no in public stuff. So fingers crossed maybe by September time we'll get something but um, that's going to be a really really interesting event and it's going to be definitely one to be looking forward to um, so if you're going uh, let us know and uh, you can come and meet up and we'll say hello and stuff like that uh, that'll be all we'll say we'll just say hello and just wave and be like hi <laughs> um, but uh, if you are going just uh, give us a shout and uh, we'll by all means uh, make sure to have a few words just a few um, but um, that's for September time so we'll do a bit of coverage of that I don't think we're going to go as crazy with Eurogamer Expo as we did with Game Fest a couple of years ago I think we're going to just go and try and enjoy this one as much as possible Yeah. Um, but we are going as press so um, we'll try and have some sort of professional decorum about it all everybody <laughs> oh that, that, that response just sums everything well, it's up well normally you you're the one that needs to have the decorum not me Whoa, I get excited hey mate are we press uh, get any free swag what swag free stuff free stuff and then Alan does uh, solid snake on a Konami employee just sneaks around and follows him back to where he was running off to give me free stuff um, but uh, no looking forward to that that'll be good fun uh, is there anything else you want to talk about I don't think so. No? No. That's everything then. So, yes, as always, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Retroshock316. You can drop me an email, alanprice at operationretroshock.co.uk. And you can contact the man across from me 
on the Twitters at Vinto316. Yes, you can. And or you can also Skype him if you really are that way inclined. Yeah, or you could just email me, Vinto316 at gmail.com. We probably will be revisiting the video game series at some juncture because I know I can't remember the, the specifics, but I remember you putting out something to do with Twitter and Sween Halleck telling us something, whether it was to do with PS2 or something. We'll be figuring something out. Video games will no doubt uh, be making regular appearances over the coming months. We are going to be also planning another uh, Pokemon special, hopefully towards the end of the summer. Um, it just depends on if something comes through. It's not an interview or anything, but it's just kind of another cool thing that I want to have for the episode. But um, there is going to be a day where... Uh, me and Chris and all the others meet up and just do a completely Pokemon day and watch loads of the series so we may even get everybody involved in it in some form, do a wee bit of recording with the guys mm -hmm. um, but uh, we'll probably do another sort of, I would say we'll maybe do like a summer blockbuster roundup once the summer's over or something like that, talk a bit about Iron Man stuff like that Yeah. Um, so loads to come, I know we eventually didn't, <laughs> I remember last summer we originally planned to do the new uh, we remembered to do a Spider-Man trilogy. We never ended up doing that. Yes, we um, could do. Well, we still have. We'll, to just, we'll just. I think we're just going to end up having to save that for the next Spider-Man when it comes out next year. Now, uh, maybe. But uh, there is going to be plenty coming, everybody. We will try to get you a another episode of the main show. This Operation Retroshock very very soon. Uh, we'll try not to have it too much inundated with wrestling, but there's no guarantees. No, there's really not. There's never a guarantee. You'll probably get some sort of payback uh, special in the coming days and such. Um, because it's on Sunday, which we're Super Mario to, 3D so. World it excludes online multiplayer. Bummer. <laughs> it's local only. That's another negative for you, Nintendo. But uh, anyway, that's going to do us for today. So, um, as always, I've been Alan Price. I'm still Chris Vint and always have been, always will be. <laughs> he hopes. Indeed. But uh, we'll see you all next time. So, adieu. Uh, bye. <laughs>